listening to This Week in E-Commerce. Episode 7, Amazon's Echo Grows Up and Robots Deliver on the Streets. Recorded on July 10th, 2016. Hi Alex, how are you? Hi Kai, I'm good, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine. And uh, finally, this is the first session we have in one room. <laughs> That's a novelty for us. Yeah, that's true. So let's hope the sound quality will be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will find out. Uh, so as we promised, like, um, I guess two or three episodes ago, um, you ordered something in the US and that was a Amazon Echo. Right. And we played along, uh, played around with it quite a lot. And uh, yeah, we found it quite amazing. Um, but I have to admit, um, as, as I played around only with it in Europe, I only saw like the limited uh, tool set of it. But um, what, what's your impression? I mean, you have it like for now two weeks or something? Yeah, even even three weeks. Yeah. So I I set it up in, in New York, um, obviously, um, because um, that's where I, where I bought it and I got it. And um, then I, I moved it over for you to be able to play around to Germany. So um, maybe I can, yeah, I can share a little bit about the setup process as well, because people might, especially people listening in from Europe might not uh, know it yet. Um, so the device, uh, the Echo itself, you can imagine it's just like a, well, I would say a microphone and a speaker and a wireless internet connection with a computer embedded, right? So maybe that's, that, that nails it. And um, you, when you set it up, what you do is you connect it to your Amazon account and um, due to the Amazon Prime account and uh, also your Audible account and everything what's linked in the Amazon universe, it has quite a good understanding of, of who you are and uh, you know what, what kind of content you have access to out of the box. And um, it, needs, it needs your home address. So it's quite important because um, there are a lot of skills. So skills are actually kind of apps you can install or use on, on the Amazon Echo. And um, they obviously need to know where you are when you talk to the device to be able to help you. And um, yeah, so now when I, when I shipped it over here or took it with me over to, um, to Germany to play around with, we were diving a little bit into the e-commerce features of it, right? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, I, I actually, when we, I mean, when we started um, playing around with it, I, w I was, I have to say, I was really, really impressed with the recognition features. Um, so I, I really played around with it um, for non-e-commerce stuff and, and just bugging it about music. Um, and uh, <laughs> I was really, really stunned of, of how good he actually recognized my voice right from the start and, and, and did my requests really precisely so um, when when you requested a special song he found it if you requested a special band he found it so it, it was really convenient um, actually and i was amazed so uh, but as we were talking about e-commerce um i mean we've, we've looked up the the alexa skill um yeah catalog kind of and uh, there, there's not too much going on in the e-commerce sphere for alexa right now right Yes, yeah, so there are only nine uh, skills available um, <laughs> okay. as this moment when you look up in the, uh, in the Amazon skill um, store um, or how they call it. And um, there you can find like there, there have been nine people publishing or nine companies publishing e-commerce related or shopping related skills uh, for the Alexa yet. But um, I have to say that the, the skills that come, uh, come with the device uh, are also quite impressive already. So it used to be that you could use um, uh, the device to reorder um, mm -hmm. products you, you did purchase before. So you could 
could say something like, um, um, so you, you call it Alexa, by the way. So you say Alexa, and then you you, you say what you want to say. You can um, you can move that also to Echo or to Amazon if you want, but I think everybody says Alexa. <laughs> and then you, you can say something like a reorder, um, and then I don't know. So your toothpaste, for example, and then it will it will suggest that in one of your previous orders you did um, order toothpaste and ask you if you want to order that again. So that um, used to be the way it worked um i think up to to a few uh, no, just one week from now right so mm. they, they they enhanced it then <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah there was there was just one thing i mean people are always suspicious because when you when you say uh as, uh, if you order something and alexa suggests something because from the huge catalog of amazon alexa will pretty sure find what you request from from it um, so one question that was not yet answered by Amazon was obviously uh, how does Alexa do these recommendations because a lot of people are uh, yeah, suspicious that uh, I don't know this the algorithm chooses stuff maybe by something that's very much in the interest of Amazon and not uh, of the consumer but um, I mean anyway it, it, it works and it works like like a charm to be honest so um, I mean and, and even I remember you, you said something oh man I, I need new glasses and you said something like hey Alexa order me new, new glasses <laughs> and, and it said something oh sorry I cannot order you uh, glasses but I put it on your shopping list yeah that's right yeah <laughs> that's 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 how they do it yeah so they they have um, a to-do list and a shopping list as well so you can easily add uh, things to those lists and um, yeah they try to kind of catch your um, catch your voice or what you were asking for uh, on that kind of shopping list in case the device wouldn't recognize uh, what you what you really wanted but I also had one funny experience when I uh, when I was um, testing it and um, I think I was even asking for um, for the toothpaste and um, then it was suggesting, I don't know how much toothpaste that was, but like for $16. And I said like, hell no. And then <laughs> the, the Alexa, um, uh, the Echo device said, yeah, I've ordered this for you. Thank you. <laughs> so, so then I had, so, but maybe that is a good example to explain how it works as well. So on your, on your phone, on your smartphone, you'll have an Alexa app as well. And uh, within that app, um, you have a nice history of all the uh, voice commands that were um, given to the device, and uh, you also can see what what the uh, yeah what the device did afterwards. Mm -hmm. So I was using it uh, a lot to play to play music, for example, radio stations, um, or uh, which is which I find nice is you can just you know you're in the mood for some for a certain artist or certain kind of music, so you just say like um, Alexa, please play um, play some. Uh, I don't know jazz music, and then it will play jazz music um, or um, play music from that artist. And you can then follow those kind of history in the in the app on your smartphone. Uh, so this is something you can see, and it's also basically a quite nice uh, point to um, yeah basically to interact with the device for settings, configuration, um, for. Uh, for all the other things you you might want to do, uh, mm -hmm. as well as um, obviously then uh, seeing in case there was an order placed, you can also obviously, which I did in that case, and cancel that order um, or or do do anything else from there. So this app is quite um, essential. It's also actually part of the setup process. So if you set up the device, you will have to pair your um, your phone wi uh, wirelessly with the uh, Alexa device and then teach uh, teach the device quickly uh, which wireless it should connect to. And then that's basically the setup process. Afterwards, it's uh, and there's nothing more you need to do. Hmm, okay, yeah, this is interesting. But uh, as you mentioned, the, the app, um, Amazon just um, introduced something 
that they um, decoupled the app a little bit more from, from, from the device. Because actually, if you wanted Alexa to learn skills, new skills, you had to go to the app, uh, search the catalog and then activate it there. But um, now actually um, you, can, uh, you can tell Alexa which uh, skill um, it should learn actually. So it's, it's even more convenient as you can tell Alexa, please now connect Spotify, for example, to, to stay at the music example. And then you can do the setup via voice. Um, yeah, that's quite convenient. I think that was also one of the missing parts because mm -hmm. they, they say there are like 1400 available skills now. Um, however, like many of them are obviously, it looks like tests by developers who were try, try something out and uh, I, I don't know, like cat news or cat jokes and stuff like that. <laughs> so it's, it's a lot of, um, a lot of stuff um, from people who tried, uh, tried it out, but uh, obviously you would want to, I don't, so there's one skill, for example, for Uber or for Lyft, they both have skills now. And um, if I know that, I could just, you know, go to my Alexa and say, yeah, Alexa, please install the, the, the Uber skill. And then it would install it. And uh, afterwards, I can just, um, if I, I don't know, if I finished uh, my breakfast, I can say, Alexa, please call me in an UberX. And um, then uh, it would call the, the Uber to my home address. So I wouldn't have to play around with my phone at all. So I can just walk down and uh, jump on, uh, on the car. So there, there are some of those use cases where I think it, it obviously totally makes sense to, to voice enable that. Mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, uh, it, I mean, it's, it's just plain fun. So if anybody, if you can just, you know, get hold of, of the, such a device, just, just play around with it. But um, as, as I was uh, looking for all this Alexa stuff and diving deeper into it, so first of all, one, one reason why there, there are so many skills and uh, a lot of them are not useful. I mean, okay, anybody like, likes cat jokes, right? But um, it's, it's not really useful. So uh, one reason is that, uh, that Amazon has a quite nice developer side. And, um, you know, they say on their side directly, you need like five minutes or less to make a skill in Alexa, a, a demo skill. So, um, and um, actually I, I played around with this a little bit and I have to say it, it's really quite, quite convenient to, to set this up and um, Amazon did, did a great job. I mean, they obviously leverage um, a lot of their infrastructure they have in the background and they use uh, services uh, that are um, not, uh, not, along, uh, not around for too long. And uh, it's really nice to, to, to play around with it and just, um, just try out how, how this works and to understand how a service like this works. Um, and I just can recommend it to you. Um, I mean, as, as always, we will link this uh, in, the, in the blog post. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's just fun to play around with it. And even if you do not have an Alexa, um, there is a uh, an online um, uh, skill testing tool. It's called so you have like like kind of an, a virtual uh, Alexa where you can just uh, test what you just did. So you don't need a physical device for for testing this out. That's maybe a good advice. So because um, yeah, it's, it's it's kind of hard to set it up um, or buy it and set it up here in Europe. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, because I, I said before, like you can only set the location to US locations yet. Um, I think there are some workarounds by catching API calls <laughs> yeah. and replacing something in them. And then, you know, by that you can localize it. However, obviously that's quite a pain. So you wouldn't do that. Um, so when it, uh, when it comes to testing, um, testing skills and testing uh, actually what you could build for it, it's, um, yeah, that's maybe a nice, nice way of doing it. 
and um, yeah so maybe for the for the routing also to explain that a little bit so it's um, there's there's always kind of um, a special word which would enable your skill so mm -hmm. um, so you would you would call the Alexa for example you say Alexa and then it's listening um, so other other it's not listening to to what you say or acting on it and then you for example have um, yeah have your Uber um, um, skill you want to talk to so then when you say Uber um, call me a call me a car then that would work but you can also use the phrases differently that you basically have your skill word uh, embedded in uh, directly in what you wanted to do so that's also quite nice so you don't need to to talk like a robot really so you can <laughs> just enable it with your with your alexa word and then you can just um, you know call a normal sentence and usually that that would work so as you said kai so i was also quite impressed by the by the quality of the voice recognition mm. yeah and it's it's really like i mean even though there are not too many um you, you know e-commerce applications by now we can just actually recommend every um, it department or e-commerce uh, brand uh, guys working there uh, and ladies for sure um just to take a look into this um, because you know like like diving into it um, is, is really straightforward and um, you can also find out if you, if you look a little bit around on the developer sites um, that Amazon is, is, is doing this in a really smart way I mean what they just recently um, announced is like they do like hackathons and, and challenges where they um, cooperate with, with external sites to, to bring Alexa even to more spheres to work within so for example, they, they just uh, announced a um, IoT challenge uh, which directly related to Raspberry Pi. So meaning um, how can you use Alexa in smart ways with the Raspberry Pi to do tons of things, um, which is quite interesting. So they, they also do a lot to foster the community and, and, and to, to really, really make this even bigger than it's already so um, it's interesting. So you, you should definitely, if you're in development um, and in e-commerce, take definitely a look at it. It's, it's amazing. And uh, by the way, talking about the Raspberry Pi uh, and Alexa, the interesting thing is there was already a port of it. So meaning um, there were some smart guys who um, actually ported um, a, 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 yeah, an Alexa service thingy on a Raspberry Pi where you can just run it and connect it to Amazon. So even if you do not have um, a physical Alexa, you can build it your own uh, with a Raspberry Pi. Yeah, it's quite interesting. So uh, the lack of physical devices here in Europe can be overcome by shopping on Amazon for a <laughs> Raspberry Pi and building your own one. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's true yeah so you can basically build your kind of your own device and then play around with it so and um, the technology is available and I think it's it will it will um, I guess it will be enabled in many households uh, like um, maybe not Germany immediately but in other countries people will pick it up quite quickly and um, uh, yes I just mentioned you can now basically order anything uh, you want uh, via voice if you have this um, uh, echo setup uh, and there are also different kind of devices now available, like smaller one or larger ones. You could mm -hmm. even have multiple ones in your house if you like. And um, I think it's quite convenient for for anything you anyhow buy online and you just want to restock. Um, it will also recognize obviously new products which you haven't ordered before now, so that is also possible. Mm -hmm. And I would recommend to to play around with uh, with some of the shopping skills. So. 
One which is kind of best rated so far and which uh, I found quite nice is uh, 1-800-Flowers. So they have um, created a skill and um, as, as you can imagine, so you can use that to order flowers. But it's also quite smart, so um, and uh, this, this is quite a fun to play around with it a little bit. Um, so you can you can basically say that you want to send um, a certain kind of flower to somebody on a certain day, or you can just say that you need something uh, I don't know uh, love and romance arrangement. Um, mm -hmm. As you know, you can use words to describe what you wanna what you want to do, and then um, they will obviously and they will suggest to send out flowers for you. Um, I, I, obviously, there's a lack of, of visuals, and uh, that's just the nature of it. But um, who knows? Maybe we can we can um, we can expect more linked connections between uh, apps you anyhow have on your smartphone and and those voice-driven devices. So you could m probably also make a make a decision based on on some images um, or product videos or whatsoever in the future. So I really think mm -hmm. um, people should, um, especially in the e-commerce field, uh, should look into it and understand. Uh, what might be the impact in the future yeah so and uh, i mean for all outside the us i mean one hint here i mean we talked about a couple of episodes ago we talked about um, google home the project from google that will launch somewhere this year later maybe um the the interesting thing will be what the strategy of google will be to roll out the thingy because i mean it's 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 a direct competitive competition to to amazon's alexa so um the interesting thing will be if Google opens up to like worldwide or like Northern Americas and Europe or whatever. I mean, this puts Amazon under like kind of pressure to maybe open up uh, the Alexa system as well, because otherwise um, Google uh, maybe uh, eats away some shares of the market here. Um, I mean, this is, uh, you know, healthy competition is always quite good. So hopefully um, this pushes the market a bit further. And I mean, it's, it's really a pity. I really like this device and I'm, I'm really thinking about um, <laughs> asking Alex to buy me one. Uh, but it's, it's actually really of, of yeah, limited use until now um, if, if you're outside the US, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah I think, um, as you said, so there were many things will happen. So um, that's also why I would encourage you to look into it. Um, not only uh, in the Google universe, but also obviously, I think that you can now um, build also um, skills or how it's called applications for Siri in the future, right? So they announced mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So also in the Apple universe. So I think all this is voice, um, voice driven. Um, communication will be uh, yeah will be big in the future and uh, it makes a lot of sense because typing something to communicate with a computer or telling them what you want is obviously quite slow compared to to voice commands so at one point it just must um, it just it's just more convenient but I think we need to get to maybe 99% to not be frustrated mm, <laughs> when, yeah. the, when the devices don't understand you but I, I guess we're really close to that yeah absolutely i mean and and again as we as we talked about um you know we we talked about chatbots and stuff like this and wrote about it and it's like also for voice recognition i mean this is something this is not really something new you know i mean i played around with on my mac uh, for for decades kind of but um the thing is that a lot of things come together now it's, it's pretty much the same as for chatbots you know you have the ai you have machine learning all this stuff so the interaction with the user can be better and the recognition of voice can be much much better than it was in the past so uh, you don't need to train or you don't need to you know um, have a special voice or talk like a robot to make these things work they just work naturally by now so this is uh, really an amazing turning point so we will see so hopefully in the future we uh 
we have to talk a lot but one funny side note um, and then then we are uh, more or less done uh, is the funny thing is i have a colleague that's called alexa and um, uh, it was really funny because we had this alexa standing in our office and i was on a hangout and i was just talking to her and i said look alexa and talk to her and meanwhile um, you know this wonderful thing just said something yeah i didn't understand you please repeat your command and stuff like this and my colleague was just waving over me and said stop saying this name <laughs> <laughs> so well, we have to be uh, yeah a little bit careful so it's quite funny what you what you can do with it yeah, maybe you should switch it to echo then now <laughs> yeah. yeah hello echo so i don't have mm -hmm. a colleague <laughs> that's very unlikely yeah very unlikely hopefully yeah so and uh, as we are at, at bots and and machines machines and stuff like this one, one funny thing for the closing is it was just announced that we will have you know robots rolling around uh, in the next weeks uh, in in different locations in in uh, europe where they will deliver food <laughs> self-driving robots can you imagine this alex yeah so so um, obviously we will link the the articles as well in the uh, in the podcast notes as always um, and then you can also read up on that so i was really impressed i have to say so um, it seems there's this uh, this startup and it's quite a cool startup it's starship uh, uh, xyz <laughs> <laughs> so that's at least their domain um, i think it's just called starship and it seems they developed uh, a robot that is uh, going to be used to uh, deliver goods right yeah yeah food actually so uh, in, in the uk i mean it's um, it, it looks like there will be different use cases uh, but uh, in in london for example um, th there's a food delivery service that um, will deliver food with it um, and um, I'm not sure if this is the same um, um, in, in Germany because in Germany there will also be and in Switzerland there will be locations uh, where the robots are tested but in Germany and Switzerland it's more driven by Metro Group and, and Hermes Logistics. Um, as in London is by Just Eat, which is a uh, delivery service. So there will be different cases uh, in the next week. So this is quite amazing. And the funny thing is, I mean, I, I've actually never heard about Starship before, um, uh, but they have obviously run, run a lot of tests um, over the last year. And uh, they have said they had like more than 400,000 um driving tests um with with actually on the streets and 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 really autonomous driving not not in somewhere in, in a disclosed area and it it works quite well it says so maybe next time you have to look out not not for you know bikes running around or something or other people on the street but for robots <laughs> overtaking you <laughs> yeah so I, th I think we will um if we get a chance to do so we would definitely give it a try um i think <laughs> it's just well for those food deliveries and everything and especially in in uh, yeah cities uh, like london or uh, any city basically where you have um, where you can reach a lot of people within uh, just a few miles or kilometers it makes a lot of sense right so where you can uh, have anything automized uh, in delivery and yeah. i think they they just drive like four miles per hour so it's not very fast but it's um, i think technology as we know there are self-driving cars and everything uh, obviously technology is well um, well aware and well able to um, basically 
basically power uh, four mile per kilometer uh, autonomous robot to drive around the streets uh, um, yet. So uh, so that's obviously it's it's a natural thing to happen, I think. <laughs> But still will be interesting. I mean, if, if I remember the London streets on a busy day, they're quite full and you have a robot driving around. So <laughs> it's quite hard for me to imagine, but it uh, will be interesting to see. So we will definitely follow up on this and maybe we can plan a little weekend trip to London for some of the next episodes and we can order some food. <laughs> so maybe we have a robot then. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. So I guess that's it for today. Um, as always, we uh, link all stuff we talked about um, in the blog post. Um, and we thank you very much for listening. Uh, please also uh, follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at the ecomweek and our website is uh, thisweekinecommerce.com. So Alex, thank you very much for your time and have a very nice day. Yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>